Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Life. Today is June 13, and our topic is Ministry of Compassion. And we're going to be taking a look at the life and ministry of Jeremiah. He is known as the prophet of tears or the weeping prophet. And the key word for us today is compassion. Jeremiah had compassion for the people of God. He had compassion for what they were going through. And you know, that word compassion, it doesn't mean to feel sorry for somebody. It doesn't mean to have pity for somebody. Compassion means that you feel what other people are going through. It's a lot like the word sympathy or even empathy. And, uh, you know, in this story today, we're going to see how Jeremiah walked among the people and what they were going through, and he felt their pain. And it reminds us a lot of Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible says that Jesus, being God, became man. He took on flesh. Jesus came and dwelt among us. He was with us. He walked as a man. He talked as a man. He went through what we go through. And we can relate to him for that reason. So it's going to be a great discussion today. So let's get into the scripture in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 14, verses 13 through 22. But I said, Alas, sovereign Lord, the prophets keep telling them, You will not see the sword or suffer famine. Indeed, I will give you lasting peace in this place. Then the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I have not sent them or appointed them or spoken to them. They are prophesying to you false visions, divinations, idolatries, and the delusions of their own minds. Therefore, this is what the Lord says about the prophets who are prophesying in my name. I did not send them, yet they are saying, No sword or famine will touch this land. Those same prophets will perish by sword and famine. And the people they are prophesying to will be thrown out into the streets of Jerusalem because of the famine and sword. There will be no one to bury them, their wives, their sons, and their daughters. I will pour out on them the calamity they deserve. Speak this word to them. Let my eyes overflow with tears night and day without ceasing. For the virgin daughter, my people, has suffered a grievous wound, a crushing blow. If I go into the country, I see those slain by the sword. If I go into the city, I see the ravages of famine. Both prophet and priest have gone to a land they know not. Have you rejected Judah completely? Do you despise Zion? Why have you afflicted us so that we cannot be healed? We hope for peace, but no good has come, for a time of healing, but there is only terror. We acknowledge our wickedness, Lord, and the guilt of our ancestors. We have indeed sinned against you. For the sake of your name, do not despise us. Do not dishonor your glorious throne. Remember your covenant with us and do not break it. Do any of the worthless idols of the nations bring rain? Do the skies themselves send down showers? No, it is you, Lord our God. Therefore, our hope is in you, for you are the one who does all this. 
very excited to get into the story of Jeremiah. Jeremiah for us is kind of a Christ figure. He's kind of a foreshadow of Jesus. He's kind of a messianic figure because Jeremiah had a very uh, interesting and unique relationship with the people of God. Uh, Jeremiah had compassion for the people of God. Even though he was quote-unquote a prophet of doom, telling them that they need to repent, they need to change of their wicked ways, they didn't. The people didn't do that. And the, ex and the people experienced God's judgment. They experienced God's wrath. But Jeremiah did not have, a, ha have an attitude of, I told you so, or you see what you guys get, or I hope you guys burn. That's not the kind of man Jeremiah was. He loved the people of God. They were his people. He loved them. He cared about them. So even though he warned them, and even though they didn't listen to him, and even though God was punishing them, Jeremiah still loved them and had compassion for them, just like Jesus Christ. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, the seven last words, we'll always remember the words that he said about the Romans, about the Jewish people. Jesus said, forgive them, for they know not what they do to me. So, you know, even in Jesus' life, many of the people, the government, those in authority, were very mean to Jesus, and they crucified Jesus, but Jesus forgave his enemies, and Jesus taught us to love our enemies. So let's get into the study. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about here uh, is the word judgment. Judgment. The portion of scripture that we read uh, there's judgment for the false prophets. There were these false prophets that were telling the people peace. There's peace instead of telling the people the truth that there was war coming. So these were false prophets. So the first people that God judged, the first people that God punished, the first people that had to be held accountable were the false prophets. The ministers, the pastors, the teachers of the Word of God, they should have known better. So if you're a teacher, if you're a pastor, if you're a spiritual leader, someone in my position, we have to be preaching the truth, God's Word, not what the people want to hear, because God's going to hold us accountable to a higher standard. So the false prophets were the first one that were judged, and then secondly, the next people that were judged were the people that were listening to them. The people that were believing the lies, the people that were partying, the people that were saying nothing can touch us, we're great, we're with these false prophets. These were the first people that were judged, that were stricken down. The kings and queens were taken captives to another land. Israel was in a real bad shape. You know, the portion of scripture that we looked at today was right in the middle of the war. It was right in the middle of the devastation. And that's where Jeremiah demonstrates his compassion. So the word we're looking at is the word intercession. Okay, So Jeremiah goes out into the streets. He starts walking around the city. And this is what Jeremiah sees. The bodies are, start, are starting to pile up. He sees the death. He sees the devastation. I mean, this is bad. This is war. This is like saving Private Ryan. This is violent. It's a tragedy. And he sees the misery. He sees the pain. He sees the suffering. It's the ministry of compassion of Jeremiah. 
So what Jeremiah begins to do is he begins to intercede. He begins to pray for the people. He begins to say to God, we repent. We are sorry, God. We've turned away from you. We worshiped other gods. They don't give us rain. There was famine. The people were dying of hunger. It was such a terrible time. And Jeremiah was seeing the devastation. And he began to pray and get on his knees and ask the Lord, forgive us, forgive the people, forgive our sins. So this actually is a really good lesson for you and me that we need to take that role in our society today. We need to intercede for our society. We see Las Vegas and Hollywood and New Orleans. We see all kinds of sin going on in our city. What are you doing about it? What am I doing about it? You know what we should do about it? We should pray. We should intercede. We should have compassion for the people that are lost and dying in their sin. And then the last thing that I want to touch on on this discussion is the word covenant. The word covenant. Jeremiah does a very important thing. He reminds God about the covenant that he made with the people of God. Jeremiah brings up this covenant that God made with Abraham and Jacob and Isaac and David. This covenant that he made with Moses and the people in the desert that they would always be his people. That they were the chosen people. That he would not destroy them. That he would preserve them. So Jeremiah was standing on God's promise. He was standing on God's word. So no matter what's going on in our world today, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, you know, we can stand on God's promise to us, on his covenant that he loves us, that he sent his son to die for us, to forgive us our sins. No matter what we've done, even though we failed God, God will not fail us. He will not fail his promise. So let's close. So as we pray, we're going to ask the Lord to do something in our hearts. We remember the example of Jeremiah that even though the people were in sin and they didn't listen to him and they were being punished, he had compassion for them. So many times you and I, we get angry. We get angry at the world. We get disappointed with the world. People even in our own family, our community, maybe even our church, people that have rejected God, they make fun of God, they're living lifestyles that we don't agree with. We get angry with them. But what did Jeremiah show us? That we need to have compassion for the lost. We need to love them and we need to pray for them. So let's ask the Lord to change our hearts, to turn us into intercessors so we can go out there and be prophets like Jeremiah and have the ministry of compassion. So let's pray. Heavenly Father God, we ask for a miracle in our hearts. We want to be like Jesus, and we want to be like Jeremiah. Lord God, yes, as Christians, as believers, we're upset with the world, and we're upset with what's going on in our society, in our culture, things that we don't agree with, but we can't forget to have compassion for the lost. Even though they've disobeyed you, even though they've turned their backs on you, we pray for them. We intercede for them. We pray Lord God, that you would show them mercy, Lord, that you would, you would just change their hearts. So, Father God, we pray now that you would just give us this ministry of compassion and that we could truly take this wonderful example of Jeremiah and live it out in our own lives. 
So that's our prayer today. We pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.